didn't see you there. Something big is going on here. From hunting ghosts to Bigfoot. Paranormal, UFOs, true crime, and more. We won't just be spouting articles. I was researching for your entertainment. The beginning of a new world. <laughs> the best guac you'll ever fucking eat. True story. It's basically like one day you walk outside and you see that the ants are playing with matches. This, this is the Blackout Black Report. Report. See you on the other side. And that's Betsa Bay with her rendition of the Kiffnesses song, Meow, 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 Meow. <laughs> Welcome to the Black Cat Report, and today I have with us Gilbert. Hello. Selena. Hello. And Betsa Bay. Meow. And today we're doing listening listeners' stories. So the first story we got was from Jason. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much, Jason. Yep. And here we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it. First story. My story takes place in February of 2003 in a small town called Bernie, Missouri. I'll start off by saying at the time I was 27 to 28 years old and had never at any point seen a ghost, spirit, apparition, Jesus, Elvis, never used a Ouija board, and unfortunately never even seen a UFO. But this night, all that changed for me when a friend of mine, we'll call Dewey, and I went on our lunch break. At that time, I worked for a small tool manufacturer and worked graveyard shift, 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. So I went to lunch at like 3 in the morning. Dewey lived about two blocks away, and his mom would always get out of bed and cook him lunch. And before long, he started inviting me to go with him. This one particular night, we pulled up to his house and got out just like any other night. This house was laid out as such that you pulled up to the driveway and just walked through the garage, just a couple steps and into the kitchen. Dewey went in first and I was right behind him. His dad was sitting at the computer asleep and every light with the exception of the computer was off and the whole place was dead quiet. All of a sudden, Dewey starts laughing and yelling so I look up and standing next to his dad was a small translucent boy. He looked to be five to seven years old to me. He was about as tall as the computer desk. He was wearing an old Victorian-style clothes, big ruffles everywhere, think Prince in the 80s. His coat and pants were black, and his shirt was white, and he had it on a hat of some kind. All this took place in a matter of about three to four seconds, but I can see it clear as day. I've wondered what he was actually doing. He was standing only a couple inches from his dad laid out on the chair, not comforting knowing that when you're asleep you might have something blowing in your ear. So we might, we must have startled him or something, barging in like we did, because in an instant he jumped slash flew straight up. And when he did that, all of the lights in the kitchen and living room came on at the same time, along with the two TVs, the ceiling fan in the living room, and the microwave beeped. It was like anything that had an on and off switch was affected. Crazy shit. I was freaked out, looking around, trying to wrap my head around this, and I asked Dewey, what the fuck just happened? He goes, oh man, you got to see Henry. So he tells me the story about a kid that lived in the house next door to the one Dewey and his family live in now that had died in a house fire at some point ages ago. His name was in fact Henry and you can look out Dewey's garage door and still see the foundation from that house. He also has a sister with special needs and every time I've seen her, she hasn't made a sound. But his whole family told me about all the times they hear her laughing and singing when she's in her bed. 
They all believe it. I do too. My wife likes to hear the story and I like telling it, but I'm not really a ghost guy. It's UFOs for me. But I truly believe they're there, probably all around us all the time if we knew the truth. Sometimes conditions are right and we get a glimpse like I got. I'll always be grateful I got to see him and hope to see more. But if I don't, it's cool. Believe me, it only takes one. Thank you, Jason. So what everybody think about Jason's story? I would freak out. That sounded so creepy. Like it flying up Yeah. after being seen. I would shit my pants. Seriously. I like, thought it was a very fashionable boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Prince in the 80s. Yeah, I'd be like, that's cool. The, the style and stuff like that, like, yeah. totally matched. Like, sense. where did you buy your outfit? No. <laughs> My mama made it. <laughs> like, that, yeah. I could see that as being one of those, like, turning point moments where it's like you're not really into, you know, the ghost or the paranormal stuff, or you're like, you know, just not a thought in your day-to-day life. And then you see something that's like so fucking clear and then not just like something that's so fucking clear that you see because that you know if you're a skeptic could definitely just be dismissed as like oh, i'm just tired or you know like whatever you know whatever you have to tell yourself to keep up your beliefs but then to have like you said like everything in the house that had an on switch and off switch like turn on and off like in unison with the ghost like jumping or like flying through the air and shit like that like drives it home it's like Fuck, I can't deny this. You know, it would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think I would be scared to see, like, a kid. Like, I don't know. I feel like seeing a ghost kid, it's like, oh, okay. But I don't know, maybe because it's just a kid. But I don't know. It's speculated that, like, more malicious kinds of, like, entities can make themselves look like children so that people don't. Um, they like trust them. Mm. Well, now that you're saying that, now I'm scared. Get <laughs> kids are ghost ghost kids. <laughs> I was just gonna say it's my favorite thing when when you go when people talk about like oh, when you know Dewey says basically like, oh that's Henry. He lives here too. It's fine, no big deal. And the whole family's like, oh it's all good. This yeah. this this crazy ghost is in our house. No one really cares. <laughs> They're just like that's just another member of the family. <laughs> um. I always kind of appreciate when families do have like an active like um, apparition or like energy entity whatever like in the house, and they just kind of are like, eh, it's not bothering me, like whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's like oh, it's I don't know. I there's something to be said about that kind of mindset. I mean, at first you're gonna be like, what the fuck, and like trying to figure it out, but then after a while it's like, well, it's been five years, nothing bad's ever happened, you know. So it's like kind of cool. I don't know. I like they that. even like. They gave him a name, Henry, unless he had like a name tag. <laughs> well, they said that his family had lived there, I guess, for like a while, and that kid's house burned down. Mm. So that was his actual name. Mm. So I guess like they saw it on the paperwork of the house or something. No, he was saying that like from from his door, you can see the foundation that's still there from the house that burned down um so it was like a known family Aww. yeah he was just homeless henry oh poor homeless henry homeless henry oh that's it i mean that's interesting sad. that he went to that house too he's just like i guess he, he's just like eh, i like that house yeah, yeah. Mm. Is that, i mean he 
I'm sad now. <laughs> I feel like when you, if you become a ghost or whatever, you have superpowers, and he's not actively using any of those superpowers for bad. And it's just like anytime he shows up and he's just like existing, people freak out, and he's like, oh, "Okay, never mind, bye." <laughs> just like, holy. <laughs> and it's like, so based off of the based off of that rationale, I'm like, Henry's probably probably pretty solid, you know, hundred and something year old, uh, eight year old. You know, he's probably what pretty, if, pretty chill. Like, you know how Good people dude. think that it's like electro... Electromagnetic. Magnetic and stuff like that. Maybe that's why the power wasn't oh, on. Like, maybe shit. he was absorbing, like, electricity mm. to, like, show up. And then once he disappeared, everything got its power back. Yeah, shit. that makes sense. Like, it creates, like, a vacuum. Yeah. Damn. Science. Science. <laughs> That shit's nuts. And we, um, in a story that we'll have on here a little bit later, um, with, uh, with Lunico, um, we do kind of, like, touch on some of those theories or whatever and, like, um, not to, like, spoil too much earlier on, or early on in the show, but just the idea that, like, consciousness itself, like, our thoughts and our minds, um, they use energy. Like, they burn calories when you think you burn calories. Mm -hmm. And based off the simple law that, like, you know, energy can't be created or destroyed, what the hell happens when you die? Nothing. Well, where <laughs> does your consciousness go, right? If if your consciousness is consuming energy, well, where's the output? I think it becomes a star and lives in the universe. That's legit, yeah. I think stars are basically that. That's why there's so many and they're infinite. What is that noise? Oh, it's okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Shit's trippy, though. And that's why that song from Coldplay make, makes sense. Which one? You're a star. Mm -hmm. You're a star. <laughs> I don't know. I do want to see... I do want to see a, an apparition, like, at some point in my life, like, clear. Like, a clear apparition where, like... um maybe to jason's level of experience or whatever like but i would like to just see that firsthand because i'm pretty brick-headed as much as i love and i fascinate around things part of my reason behind all the intensive research is i'm also kind of like vetting it you know like i have to understand all this shit around it before i can like still give in to like hoping that it's real or thinking about these things or like just keeping going with it but like i don't know i want to see one yeah me too I fucking see one damn it yeah not a super bad one, but, like, one, <laughs> you know? I want to see one, like, a fashionable ghost, too. <laughs> a prince-level ghost. It's, yeah. it's crazy seeing something like that. I mean, you could see Prince. He's, wait, is he not alive? He's not alive. <laughs> really? He's yeah, for a while now. It's like... I thought he was, like, The ghost formerly known as Prince. Still alive, but, like, just old. Fifteen. Oh. Yeah, it's been a while. Well, oh, I'm sorry. No one invited me to his funeral. I he's, know. He's kept alive in your thoughts. Yeah. It's like Michael Jackson. I still think he's alive. Like, I don't think he's dead. That's an interesting thought that they're kept alive in your thoughts. I don't think uh, Michael Jackson was ever alive. But that's a different episode. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's a whole episode. <laughs> Second, Second store. Second so have you ever experienced anything paranormal? Yes. Uh, 
I would say growing up in our scary, spooky house, I would have dreams a lot. Like I never saw any ghosts or ghoulies or anything like you've seen, but I would hear the like footsteps in the hallway. And I would have these dreams uh, when I lived in the room that you used to occupy as well, that uh, this like Native American woman would pop out of the closet floor and just start like cleaning my room, like touching, not, not cleaning, but she would like touch the things on my dresser and then sit on the end of the bed and we'd have conversations. And then when I would tell our mom about it, she would say, no, that's not true. Like, <laughs> that's a dream. Nothing's coming out of your closet. So then what I would she talk to you about? She would just say that this, the house was built on like Indian, like Native American land, I guess. And that like, um there were previous owners and that there had been other children that lived in the house and like just I don't know I guess the history of our house and she was just like and then she would ask about like because for some reason when I was like nine everybody decided that I liked porcelain dolls and I just kept getting porcelain dolls for my birthday and Christmas and they kind of lined my shelves and she said what's what's up with these dolls (laughs) And I was like, I don't like them. I don't want them. And she said, well, if you just put them in the closet, then no one will ever buy you anymore. So that ended the porcelain doll thing. But I don't know. (laughs) She was just like talking to me about stuff. And then when I told mom, she said, that's not true. So I told the lady that she's not real, according to my mom. And the lady said, well, your mom lives in an extension of the house that wasn't added until after your grandparents bought the house. And then she's like, if you don't believe me, check your mom's closet and there's going to be like a framed out boarded up window and like also a space for the crawl space in there. So then I checked and it was there. So then I told mom and she was like, ew, (laughs) that's creepy. (laughs) That is really creepy. Yeah. I thought I thought she would clean your room a little bit and then you would wake up and your room would be like how she left yeah. it. Well, she would like touch things that like because she knew I liked I had like OCD. So I liked my things turned a certain way. Like if I had them on my dresser, they needed to be in a certain order. And so she would like if something had shifted, she would turn it back to like the exact position that I liked it. And she'd be like, I know how much this means to you. <laughs> and so she would just like like I don't know like look out for me I think that's really cool yeah so she was like a and nice presence <laughs> isn't that also the woman that my deal Benny would see yeah sitting braid? on the DJ equipment yeah she had like this long white hair in a braid I don't know she always had it in a braid she'd wear like white she's wearing white and I f- feel like it makes sense because that area was like there was like all these Spanish missionaries. So it was like a big Native American population mm-hmm. that was around there. So I don't know if maybe she was wearing white because she was like told to do so by the missionaries at that point. I don't know. But she was always mm-hmm. appearing in white with a long white haired braid. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I remember Arthur Benny being really freaked out because he would see her in the garage a lot and he would try to get Arthur Belinda to see her yeah yeah i never i never saw anything 
in like my waking life it was more just like you dreams? saw the doppelgangers yeah i forgot about the doppelgangers until i heard your episode uh i think that i probably repressed that since yeah. it was so freaking scary uh yeah. When I heard it on the podcast, I was cleaning my car and I sat in the back seat uh, to recover because I just was like in shock that I had blocked that part of my, I guess, memory out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I know but you have another that? paranormal story, though. The uh, haunted hotel. Okay. Well, that one was just weird. Uh, everybody... So I work for an airline and everybody loves this hotel. It's like this beautiful hotel in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And it's kind of cool. It's like this rustic cabin look. So I had two beds. They give you this giant teddy bear. It was set on the, one of the beds. And it just like, it was like, whatever, this is cool. I go to bed. I woke up around like 3 a.m., maybe 2, it was like maybe 2.50, 3 a.m.-ish. And I hear, because I hear this girl crying, it's like a little girl crying. And then I feel this, like, I'm still, I'm, I'm still asleep. So I'm coming out of sleep, but there's like a, another little girl saying, you have to help my sister. You have to help my sister. And I got really freaked out because I was like, in my head, I was like, Selena, like, am I having like a, like a childhood memory? Like, is this me asking somebody to help? you and I was like very confused I was like what where am I what's going on so I kind of turn and I'm waking up I'm blinking my eyes open and I see like a figure and it looks like a little girl sitting on the end of the bed kind of like stooped over and like I can still hear the crying that I could hear when I was asleep but then I was like no 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 this isn't happening no this is not real so I turn on the light and then the figure that I had seen in the, like the shadow I had seen in the dark got much smaller. And then it was just a teddy bear that I saw. But like, I know that I saw the shadow of a little girl. And I, I, I put my covers over my head and I just said, nope, nope, this didn't happen. This didn't happen until I fell asleep. That was like my mantra. And then I passed back out when I woke up to get ready for work. I still felt really uneasy and I started asking the other crew members like hey is this hotel haunted because I think it's haunted I don't know I I feel and I I put the I put the teddy bear on the chair by the window instead of like on the bed because I didn't want that to happen and everybody's like I don't think it's haunted nobody's said anything about this hotel being haunted but I still felt like it was <laughs> Like I saw and heard something. So I Googled it on the van ride to the airport and there had been a fire and the foreman of the hotel had two little girls that were trapped on the second floor, which was, by the way, the floor I was staying on. <laughs> and uh, it was terrifying because I was like, I knew it was haunted. And everybody was like, oh, you're spooky. I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> go anywhere with you. So yeah, I don't know. I don't I I feel like that was like an experience but nobody yeah. else had an experience so I don't know but that's so crazy yeah, yeah. stories that was a really good story <laughs> 
that right. one like I still got goosebumps telling you about it because I like can still hear the little it was like so alarming because I at that point like I didn't know where I was I didn't know who like I was like I don't know any little girls like the only little girl I know is Mila and she's like not articulate enough to be like yeah. help my sister and I was like she didn't have a sister at that time so I was like what and so I thought is this like a weird memory of me asking somebody to help you or is this a weird memory of you asking somebody to help me like I was like I don't really know but then I yeah. heard the crying and I woke up and I was like what the frick that would freak <laughs> me out if I heard a little girl crying yeah and I I was like I don't know and then I don't know it was just so weird it was like the weirdest way to wake up and like made me so scared and now every time I get that layover I'm like nope I will drop the trip I will not go oh my Jackson because <laughs> I do not want to be revisited by those little girls yikes I wouldn't I don't blame you yeah I watched the shining I don't I know what happens with two little girls hanging out in a hotel together uh-uh. yeah it's evil <laughs> that's crazy all right thank you for sharing your paranormal stories with us you're welcome <laughs> yeah i wish um when i was growing up like as a little kid like out in the country and like didn't really have any friends for like miles or whatever because it was in the middle of nowhere until i was like 12 but um I wish I had a ghost that cool that lived, like, near me or at the house or something like that, because, like, it was, like, awesome. Like, she, she was, like, giving her life advice and, like, literally, like, helping her with, like, her mental health and, like, her comfort, and you know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that, like, and it, I don't know. What, it, what stood out to me was, like, how consistent it was that there was, like, a narrative that, like, um, got built up with, like, um, rapport with your mom like over a period of time mm -hmm. you know your mom developed had you know the typical parent reaction of like no no that's nothing anyways you know but then eventually it was just like oh god damn it <laughs> yeah. this ghost again she just grabs her holy water and her crucifix <laughs> just like charges into the room no that's not your mom but um, <laughs> but that was fucking nuts and like the it's always that external validation you know what i'm saying like it's the it's all the lights and everything turning on and off and beeping and stuff in Jason's story and it's like, you know, literally being able to identify like like historical like architectural changes to a household that are like very like that's a really weird spot to know about something being where it's just like, Oh, if you go into the closet and you dig into the back and you check over here, then you're gonna find this. And yeah, it's and like, if you who the hell like, would know that? if you saw the closet mm -hmm. you could see how it was like impossible to see that like she had a dresser in there it had like cabinets built in all around the sides and it was just full of clothes yeah like my mom is a stylish lady she has a lot mm -hmm. of nice clothes so there was no way to like for paulina to know like there was a boarded up window and a little blocked up vent for going under the house Wow. Yeah. And there was a time where we went into that room. We went into the room that Paulina was talking about that she was in. And we knocked on the wall. Oh, shit. 
next to my mom's closet because we would always try to like sit in the dark and tell each other scary stories and stuff. We were just obsessed, like little morbid children, like me and my cousins and my sister. It was an environmental inspiration, but yeah, and like we would knock on it. We knocked on it one time and we heard knocks back. Fuck that. So we all screamed and ran out into the living room where the oh, grown-ups no. were. But yeah, it was a uh, the house was so creepy. But at least that ghost was nice. She sounded more like an angel, Mm. you know, like giving you life advice, helping you with your room, you know, like that's so nice. I also had a cousin that said that there was a little girl that lived under my bed. Oh, that's not cool. Yeah. And that there was another little girl that lived in my closet. And I was like, you're not going to talk to me like that in my own home. Mm. (laughs) I'm just going to say if, if you have that knowledge of a close friend or family member, um, like just don't tell them. Just, just don't tell them. Just, like, walk, she was go to little. the kitchen, grab some fucking, like, cooking sage or whatever, even though it's not going to work, and just, like, and just, you know, just kind of toss it under the bed and just walk away. Just, just handle it external. Like, nobody wants to hear that there's a ghost under their bed and in their closet. That's, yeah. like, everyone's like, nightmare. You covered every base for where the spookies come out of at that point. Yeah. Like, you don't tell someone that. I was yeah, like, well, no. I guess I'll just die. No. <laughs> I guess I'll just die. <laughs> See what all the hubbub's about. Everybody else is just sticking around. <laughs> yeah, it's like that house from American Horror Story. If you die on the property, you're fucking stuck there. Oh, Jeez. God, no. Have you seen that first season of American Horror Story? It's no. actually pretty good. But, but yeah, just, basically, like, like if you that. die on the property, your soul is tied to it forever. So mm. there's, like, a bunch of ghosts in that house that's basically hell yeah how pissed would you be if you were like the first ghost that died there and then you're just sitting there and like all these other ghosts just keep popping up and you're like damn it i know i don't have enough rooms for these people yeah like they continuously are pissing you off like you're the one you're the cleaner so like (laughs) because you know you're the first owner of the house so you're like i need to keep this clean and then you have like these terrible people like making a mess in there throwing their ether everywhere yeah whatever you know their their ghost beer whatever they're doing you know ghost beer. yeah it's like uh like roommates that you and didn't choose ghost coasters ghost coasters <laughs> ghosters it's like the movie the others i really like it like the family just lives in the house and then oh yeah that was a wait have movie. you seen it because i don't want like long time this ago. is gonna be a spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert, but this movie came out in, like, the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who cares? <laughs> so to all the listeners out there, I'm going to be as shocked as you are by the by what we're about to hear. So, you know, support. Okay, go. Well, at the end, like, so this whole movie is about, it's Nicole Kidman, by the way. Um, And she moves into this house with her kids. And then the kids start seeing, like, um, like ghosts, you know, and they start hearing noises. So it gets more and more aggressive. Um. And then, like, at the end, you know, she, the mom decides to do something about it because it was just getting really messed up. Uh, but at the end of the movie, they basically show you that Nicole Kidman and her kids were the ghost, not the people that you thought was the ghost. They took the Sixth Sense twist. I'm not even mad about the spoiler. <laughs> they totally stole that from the Sixth Sense. No, no, it, it's it different. It was well done. It was well done. It was done well to the point where you weren't thinking. Oh, yeah, because I didn't sense. think that okay. until yeah. you it mentioned was, it. You were literally like, oh my god, what is happening? Like, mm-hmm. what's going on? This is so freaky. Yeah. And then, like, 
she walks in on a seance happening in her home with people that she does not know. Yeah. And it's the people in the house trying to connect to them to get them to leave the house because they're harassing her children. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. And it's like so good. What they thought was happening to them is happening to the family that moved into that house. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's really crazy. Like, it really gets you at the end. You're just like, what? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, because with the six and you kind of, like, knew, like, you know, it was at the end you were in, like, oh, my God. Like, it kind of like, gives you hints. He doesn't really interact with anyone except for the kid. Yeah. So, like, it kind of gives you hints, but I can see, but, like, yeah, this movie doesn't make you, because I think it came out, came out before The Sixth Sense. Like, no? No. Sixth Sense was first. Okay, Sixth Sense mind. was definitely first. Haley Joel Osment yeah. is an adult now. That was, now. like, 90-something. Sixth oh. Sense was, like, 98, 7 or something like that. Oh. Yeah. But, yeah, it, did, it didn't make Long me think. Long before our time. <laughs> <laughs> Not. Okay. 2001. This was in 2001. Oh, okay. I think the the mm. husband too, or like Nicole Kidman, Kidman, Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Thank you. <laughs> the uh, Sixth Sense was nineteen ninety nine. Yes. Mm. Her husband went away to the Civil oh, War. Oh yeah, to war. That yeah. was the. It was the Civil War was the time period of yeah. that time. So, but he they kept waiting on him to come back, but mm-hmm. they couldn't leave the house too because there was like some mist. Yeah. Or something around the house. She tried to leave, but then she like got lost or something, and then had to come back. Yeah. It was really crazy. So, like, that's why you kind of start thinking, like, oh, something's a little, something's amiss here. <laughs> that, like, that whole, like, living in a situation where you're not, like, aware that you're crossing over into another person's situation, you're in the same house. Like, there was a show, and I, I just had to look it up. There was a TV series in the 1990s called, like, um, Friday the 13th. Right, and I was like, I've always been into the spooky shit, um, and I'm I'm ninety percent certain this is where the the story comes from. Don't quote me on the episode or anything, but I'm, I'm fairly certain it's it. Um, the whole plot was basically like one person worked day shift, one person worked night shift. They yeah, had I the heard exact about that. Yeah. same like tastes and everything, and all this other stuff. And through just a series of events, they had no clue that they were both living in the same house. <laughs> And so, like, it would, and it would just be like the smallest little things where it'd just be like, where did my sandwich go? Like, out of the fridge and like shit like that for like a long ass period of like, it was like years. Huh. And like, I don't know, there's something that's always fucked with me about that thought where I'm just like, what if somebody's upstairs right now? You oh know? my like, gosh. And that's why I work from home because I ain't letting that shit happen. Like, <laughs> you ain't gonna catch me fucking slipping over here. Okay? So, when eating your sandwich. <laughs> exactly. Ain't nobody eating my sandwich. Not even me. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that idea. Like, it's like it makes me feel weird. <laughs> it's like, what if your shadow's moving separately from how you're moving, but mm. only when you're not looking? Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's weird. Like, it's like it's, that's all those creepier thriller thriller shows when they do it when the person looking at the camera or looking looking away and you know there's a mirror beside him and then the mirror doesn't. Oh, move I hate like, that. That's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's so simple, but so creepy. Very effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I, like that. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this Hell's Bells. Mm-mm. Yes, but I'm fuzzy on it. It's basically this, like, tea that you make out of a specific flower. Yes, yeah. And it makes you trip really bad, but, like, in a very bad way. Like, nobody's ever had a good trip. Nobody's ever had a good (laughs) trip, and it's always some freaky shit, like, shadows are talking to you from the wall. Nope. Well, this kid that I was friends with, 
she used to sell it and she sold it to this one kid who told us what happened. He ended up smearing lotion all over his mirror because when he looked at himself, his reflection didn't stop staring at him when he moved. Can you not? <laughs> so he freaked out and rubbed lotion all over everything so he couldn't see himself anymore. Forever? No. Forever oh. and ever. It lasts a few hours. Uh, oh, it, no, I think it lasts like 10 to like 16 hours, depending on the dose. Yeah. Like it, in in areas in Central and South America, um, there were, there are specific tribes that as part of a rite of passage, you take that and they're just like, have fun in the jungle. Like, we'll see you in 12 hours. And like, you're supposed to, I mean, it's like a rite of passage. Like you're supposed to face really fucking horrifying, intense fears and like, why would you drink that? I'm just saying, like... It was literally it, just, like, kids wanted to be yeah, like high the, no matter what like, at my school. I like remember this, kids. Yeah, I mean, there's people that are like that. Like, yeah. they would take ecstasy at school. <laughs> and I'm what? like, you're you're rolling at school? Anybody ever notice how fucking awesome the bell is? Like, it's <sighs> <sighs> fucking rave. There was this, uh... <laughs> it's like glow sticks in their locker while the bell's going on. I know this because... <laughs> I know that that those people because like we had friends or I had friends that would do it like this drug called Snurf. I don't know snurf. what it actually is. It sounds awesome, but and it's horrible. so it's snurf. so basically it might be I don't know what like they it's called it Snurf, but like they would like it, they'd eat it. I think they'd eat it or take it or whatever, and then they would puke and then Ew. they would get really high. Ew. And it was super high. So a a person that I know from high school, um, he actually did the drug and we're sitting in his in history class and he had this he had two plates full of um just two plates i forgot what we were doing some project and he literally just paint i don't know where he got paint from in history class but (laughs) he dumped the paint he dumped the paint on the plate and like literally the teacher and me and my friend were staring (laughs) at him like what is he gonna do and he just grabbed he just put his hand in the paint and he just like looks at it (laughs) and he's just doing this with the paint as you can't you know you don't see what i'm doing but i'm holding my hand up to my face as i'm looking to the my hand and he just like smears it (laughs) all over his face in the middle of a high school history class while project is going on the teacher's just staring at him like i don't know what to do like i can't do anything and so all of us are just like this dude is really high and so he's just like smearing this blue and red paint almost looking like william wallace yeah or highlander (laughs) just kind of smearing it all over his face for like a good four minutes five minutes maybe and we're just staring at him like, what's he going to do next? I hope he's okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember what he did next. That was just the most memorable thing he did. He doesn't either. So I think he went up and got to the... I think our teacher was like, hey, you need to go wash off your face. And I think he go, went and washed off his face. And then didn't come back for like an adventure. 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, whatever. I think the teacher was like, I'd rather have him in the bathroom doing something crazy than yeah. here. Because I can't technically do anything. So it's just yeah. really crazy. <laughs> Apparently, it's not against the rules to just smear paint on your face in class. Uh, yeah, technically Everything else no. is, but, like, they never thought of that one. That is so funny just to witness that. Like, what? The, the first time I did acid was on accident. How? Um, so, so I had bought uh, I had bought a strip of acid from somebody in the morning at school, right? And this is, like, I think junior, senior year of high school. I would bought a strip of acid, 
and me always being paranoid with drugs, which if you're paranoid when you're possessing drugs, you're being safe with drugs because <laughs> the biggest side effect is the law. So always know okay. your rights. Anyways, um, so I had it in a small Ziploc bag and I put it in my sock in my shoe, right? Because um, like I was also like a little bit sketched out about the person that sold it to me. And I was like, well, i got to have it on me. If it's in my locker, then, like, I'm not going to be able to keep my eyes on it. And if they search it, they might find it. da 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 I'd feel safer if I at least saw, you know, police come up to the classroom and, like, point over at me. And I could be like, oh, hide it. You know what I'm saying? Like, have a, have a moment. You know, again, be safe with possession of drugs. Nobody talks about this. But, um, <laughs> so it was in my sock. And, um, around, um, that would have been 7, 7.30 in the morning when I put it in my sock. Well... Around twelve thirty, one o'clock. Um, I don't remember what the fuck presentation I was doing. It was a book report or something like that. But I just started to feel like, oh yes, I do. I do remember. Okay, I was in health class, and <laughs> this is so bad. I was in health class, and um, we had to do our family tree. Well, my family tree consists of like three and a half people, basically. Like, like seriously, it's like you know, my my parents are like older my mom like moved here from germany when she was a kid and we're like really separated from that side of the family and so it's just like well, i got my mom and my dad and my sister and uh never met my grandparents oh, i did meet one grandma and um uh that's my family tree so um so anyways we all had these giant assigned like are given out like poster boards and we're supposed to draw them out and yeah i'm i'm an excellent artist and by that i'm a terrible artist um and I've done this the night before, and it's literally like six little nodes or four or five little nodes on this giant-ass poster board that you're supposed to present to the class. Well, the acid was kicking in then. I wasn't aware that the acid was kicking in until about five minutes before I was supposed to present my, my poster board. And um, and I, I remember I was just like, I felt something weird in my sock, and I like felt down and stuck my finger in my sh like in my sock in my shoe and I felt and then I, I realized like I I don't know I remember I pulled it up or something but I realized that the bag had like broken and so the the strip was just sitting up against the bottom of my foot <laughs> while I was like sweating in my shoes all day <laughs> I was like absorbing the hit and didn't wasn't aware of it oh my god um, and I remember I looked at this one dude I'm I'm just gonna their name started with a d they were notoriously the most straight lace person in our grade. Like they were so like prim proper. Like it was it they were being super, super, super casual if they only had a button up like on. Like they were like one of those folks, you know? Um and I looked over at him and I'm like, D he's like, Yes? And I'm yeah. like, I need your help, man. <laughs> he's like, What's going on? And I'm like, I accidentally just took acid. I need you to hold my poster board for me oh. so I can present this. And he was like, like, this is the type of kid that would normally have, like, ratted people out. But I think because I just said it straight to him, he was just like, uh, uh, I don't know what to do. I'm like, you just gotta hold the poster board, dude. <laughs> and he took it. We walked up to the front of the class. Oh. And I started presenting. I'm like, yeah, so it's my mom, it's my dad, da 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 this and that and the other. And, uh. As you can see, I have more of a family bush than a family tree. Aww. Just crickets. And I'm like, and now I'm having a bad trip. Okay, well, thank you. And the teacher was like, what? And I'm like, huh? Nothing. I just said that was a bad joke. Um, thanks, guys. And I just, like, awkwardly walked back and sat at my desk. Wow. And the teacher's just like, 
okay, thanks, Skill. <laughs> and that was it. I don't remember shit about the rest of the trip, but I do remember presenting my family bush uh, to help class. My family bush. So I feel your friend. Yeah. When he was smearing paint. I wish that it went that way. Yeah, we just look at him. I can see... That's really funny, though, because I can see you just, like, not remembering, and then next day you're just like, dude, you got back up there. <laughs> and you gave the greatest... You gave the greatest family tree explanation there ever was. Yes. You connected your life to Alexander the Great. You connected your life to Jesus. He, Jesus. Literally, you connected all of that. Your family tree. We don't know how you did it. Or where the poster board came from that you drew in two minutes. But our health teacher quit. Quit. And gave you his job. Gave yeah, you yeah, his job. Yeah. You are now the teacher. He's paying you. He's paying you. Yes. <laughs> He's paying you. Yes. You change everyone's lives. It's my first trip. The rest of my trips were better. Third, Third story. 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 Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, tell one about one my dad always tells me. And uh, he grew up in a small town in Nuevo Leon, uh, Mexico. The town's called Bustamante, which is actually also has a nickname of um, El Pueblo de las Brujas, which town of the witches. <clears throat> There's a bunch of uh, mountains surrounded by mountains, the mountains that lead into Monterrey in Mexico. Um, well, he says that one one morning he would wake up at four o'clock in the morning. He'll go down this small little road and he'll go to his um to his, he was going to his job, the tortilla factory, because he was a distributor of tortillas. So he <clears throat> would always go walk down, and then all of a sudden, like he turns his corner and he sees this this lady, and it's the you know stereotypical lady in white, and she has two she has two big dogs that you know walking with her, and he said he was making noise, you know, kicking rocks and just walking down the road. He says he just never understood why the dogs never turned around. She never turned around. She just like kept the straight, um, almost like uh, man, like a military just walking down. That's what he was saying. He's just like the dogs were just straight, just walking down and you know, turned the corner. And you know when he turned the corner, she's she's gone. So then <clears throat> he's at the he's at the, his factory at his job, and he's. He asked one of the some of the workers there, like, hey, you know, I saw this so and so this lady that uh, was coming out of the factory. Like, you know, who is she? Does anybody know who she is? You know, owner or what? Like, know that the owner does um, black magic. And she does, you know, <clears throat> I guess, you know, whatever. And that's probably, you know, it was probably what you saw, some sort of spirit or some sort of something. That was coming out of the factory. <clears throat> well, he said that this scared him, like, scared him straight. I think he was, like, maybe 13 or 12, something like that. He stopped going in at 4 o'clock in the morning and just started going in at 6, like everybody else. <clears throat> he's like, nah, he's like, I'm not messing with that. And, um, and yeah, and that's basically one, one story that, uh, that he always tells. And it's, uh, I believe, A, I believe him because he's my dad, but then also, Story never changes. 
there's, uh, you know, I always believe in people that uh, if you tell the truth, the story's never going to change. You know, if you tell a lie, you're going to be like, oh, well, it was three dogs, four dogs, two dogs, one dog. The lady was a dog. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> the lady was a dog. Yeah, no dog or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, man, that's one story that he always tells me. And it still freaks me out. I kind of like picture it, imagine it. Because I've been to the small town. I'm actually thinking about going um, in spring break for 2023. Because <clears throat> I, I want to go and for for that reason yes. to experience stuff. Because uh, also his uh, her his niece um, lives in the same house that my grandpa used to have, which was his dad. And so she took it over. She owns it. So right in the back, there's a canal. And I never saw him, but, you know, I, I wouldn't mind going over there and seeing him. Is, uh, they say, a little boy appears. A little boy appears, and he's, like, just walking around in the backyard. It's basically a black backyard, and it's like a, there's a small little water canal that they open up to to water irrigate the, the backyard, the avocado trees. They have a lot of avocado trees over there. But, um, but yeah, I've never seen this little boy. My mom, I think, and a couple of my aunts, I've seen him on occasions. Just, he just appears and then disappears. I just really don't know what's the, Dude, what's behind know. that. There's no way you would, you would have been able to, to know this because we, um, at the studio here, so we, we played a recording in studio with, with, uh, you know, all of us hosts here listening to it and, you know, kind of like, did some follow up and some some thoughts on it, um, and well, actually, we we played two listener stories, um, and read one, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a theme already with this episode with like the the ghosts of children, um, nice. and it's 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 so it has to be such a disarming visual experience but so like haunting at the same like the innocence yeah. makes it more haunting to me like if they if if they looked like really you know does. jason you know like out here like trying to chop you up and stuff like right. that like you know you see fear you understand fear you, you know you have a kind of a normal natural reaction to it but like a child and it's like it it triggers you know i don't care how cold-hearted you are it triggers a whole bunch of things inside of you of like is that kid okay is that really a ghost is that that like yeah. concern starts to pop up you know like the the strangeness of it starts to pop up right. and by the time it settles in and i can only imagine this but by the time it settles in it's like what you're seeing like you've been like fully disarmed like emotionally and then it then you're like yeah, oh i can't I see its so. legs oh that's a fucking ghost you know like that's so scary i don't know it's so haunting man damn tricky kids which um that actually leads into the the other story my personal story so same town uh guawila we're going we just started dating actually me and more and they invite us to to a wedding down there <clears throat> so her mom was already down there with her stepdad and they're like okay we'll catch a bus man it's the longest <laughs> bus drive ever like 16 oh, but hours. i'm sure you had so much leg longest room time. though and you just stretch out and it, yeah yeah, yeah it was really comfortable. No, 
You know what's better is Mexican buses are better. I believe than American that. Buses. I 100 because America refuses yeah. to invest in basic public transportation in any sense. Yeah. Every other country's like this solves so many problems and everybody's it. happy. America's <laughs> like no 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 buy our cars. Yeah, because it's a double. Yeah. Yeah, they got a double decker. They had a double decker. Awesome, I was like hell yeah, <laughs> but uh, so. We're go- we're going down there, man, and um, you know, and I'm I'm new to the to the family and new the new guy, and but I mean I like all that stuff. I like, uh, I know it's gonna be we're gonna be rough in it because it's yeah. there's no money down there, and I understand that, so that's pretty cool. So I go down there, and her her stepdad's like, hey, you know, get some get some beer, you know, get some meat, grill. Uh, by the time we get there, it's going to be nighttime. I was like, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. So we stop at his family's uh, member's house to get um, the key for the for the area because we're going deeper into like uh, what they call the rancho. So we're going in there. And, you know, we go there and you know, say hi to everybody, say hi to his family. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going so-and-so. Oh, yeah, man, hopefully the, the lady in white doesn't appear. I was like, crap. I was like, oh, well. I already know about her. I already know about her. Yeah, I already know about her. Yeah, I already know about her. Fuck her. Whatever. So then, so then I was like, yeah, okay, cool. And, you know, we get there. I was like, man, I'm going to slam me some of these beers. Just Mm -hmm. knock out and go to sleep. So, you know, we're there. There's only one room. Literally one room. There's two, four, six, yeah. six people in one room, so it was a, uh, um, so it, was, it would be like me and my wife, mm-hmm. and I'm against the wall next to the next to the window, and then on the other side is her mom and her stepdad, and then her little brother and little sister <clears throat> on um, on the floor. So you know, okay, so you know, we grill, we eat, you know, drink a couple beers. So then we're asleep, you know, we go to sleep and I was like, man, uh, I took a flashlight with me. I had a flashlight with me in my hand and I always carry a knife. Same. So I had a pocket knife in you know, my pocket. So I was like, man, I was like, whatever happens, happens. And then the outhouse is like way, maybe 30 to yeah, 40 yards away. And from it's going to be pitch black. It's gonna be pitch black outside. No light it, it pollution. This is gonna be pitch black. So I was like, okay, well, mm-hmm. drink these beers, knock out. So I did knocked out. Maybe I'm gonna mm-hmm. say it's probably like four, four to five in the morning. And um, I wake up. I was like, oh yeah. crap, I gotta go pee. I was like, man, I was like, I'm, I'm about to just open the door and just go there. So then I look up and I hear, you know, I, I hear heavy breathing. I hear some snoring. I was like, man, I look around and I tell you, it's a, it's a small room. Dang. 10 by 12, maybe. That's, 10 by 12 that's, room. That is literally the size of the studio I'm in. And it's it's not it's not big. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't that big. It wasn't that big. So then I was like, man, so I look around. I just sit up a little bit. <clears throat> I was like, no, I was like, I don't know. I was like, man, I'm a, all of a sudden I just lay back down. Everybody's asleep. 
all of a sudden I just hear, but it, like in in the Spanish, uh, mm-hmm. in the Spanish accent, I hear, Victor. I'm like, the hell? I'm like, I look up. I'm like, hmm. I'm just looking around. I'm like, man, whatever. Lay it back down. Victor. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I can't be tripping. I look up. Sensation to go pee went away. I was like, it was like, nah, I ain't doing it. So I lay, I lay back, uh, lay back down. I was like, maybe until the sun started rising. I was like, I woke up. I woke up with my wife. I was like, hey, I was like, no, I was like, hey, was anybody awake? I was like, are y'all bullshit with me? I was like, cause I, I distinctively, for sure, for sure, heard my name being called, but everybody was dead asleep. I was like. I mean, I was already awake because I was already thinking. I was like, man, I got to go pee. I got to go pee. No, I'm not going to do it. I was debating with myself. And it's like, I just laid down. I just hear my name twice. I was like, and to this day, I was like, man, I swear I heard my name twice. I was like, I cannot. It couldn't be anything else because it was, it wasn't stormy. It wasn't, you know, breezy or, or wind was blowing. Nothing. It was calm. It was a a nice night. I was like, man, it's also like know. you know when somebody says your name, you know, like if there's if there's anything on yeah. the, like in our lives that we are trained to 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 do, it's to have some sort of internal or external reaction when we hear our name, you know, and like and like you have like yeah. a multi-syllable name, you know, like. I just have Gil, so like any Will yeah. or Bill or like anything like that. Like I'm out in public, I'm constantly yeah. like, oh, me, oh, hi, and they're like, oh, I was talking to the person behind me. Oh, damn it, you know. Um, like I'm constantly dealing with that. But like yeah. you have distinctively like Victor, you know. Like it's it's multiple syllables and then yeah. some. I don't know. Pipes in the wall don't make those sounds together. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, and the thing is, is that. Yeah, and the thing is that this house is um like a oh, Adobe made. It's brick made. There's yeah. no there's no pipes. Exactly. That's why yeah, there's an yeah. outhouse in the back. And like And then you know what, you know what I literally just put this together. What ran what ran next to the house was another canal. It's always near water, man. It's the same as missing four one one. Because we were uh, <laughs> We were hunting, or not hunting. We were the that later on that night. Same, um, yeah, the next day <clears throat> at mm-hmm. night we were hunting frogs, nice. getting frog legs I wish off I that canal. <laughs> they were, but um, yeah. So, so you were just talking about um, well, there's the the instance at um your wife's family's uh house in Mexico. Um, where like you heard your name whispered a few times in the dark and it um, and not to poke fun but and I'm only saying this because this is what happened to me it literally scared the piss into you um, yeah. <laughs> you know which like I would I'd be too I'd be like I'm gonna find the strength to hold this until daylight I would be so scared it was the longest piss in the morning oh that God. I took that day <laughs> just the roosters like, crowing and you're just like saluting the sun like yes yeah Dude, I... That tree, hopefully that tree is still growing. <laughs> God, I just killed it. Um, yeah, so, so, um, um, 
and we we also or you also put the connection together to around like it's it's connected to water i think your your father's story was yeah. the only one that like didn't directly involve there being like canal or like water or something like that right. nearby um and uh yeah man take take it away <clears throat> well, well i mean keeping with the i have one more personal story but that yeah goes back into the americas but keeping with um the mexico theme i've heard and it's actually when i was uh, down there in, in coahuila but then also my dad has also told me the stories too of um when you see the uh like lechuzas which are the big they're i think, believe they're the great horn owls that um okay. that people that people believe that are witches bad omens and stuff like that and my dad actually has a has a story on that too and it happened to my dad and my mom but they say in order to capture one um you see it if you see it you pray the rosary backwards <clears throat> so it happened to these two guys they saw it they started praying the rosary backwards they grab a piece of rope tied it to his leg and then you know the bird falls ties it to his leg stakes it down on the ground the the two men stay there all night and in the morning there's this lady <clears throat> saying untie me untie me you you know you don't know what you're messing with he's like i'm from lands far far away you know um i just come every so often to come to the meetings you know in in this part of town so let me go you know or if not you know stuff will happen to you and usually they cut her off and she turns into the bird again and flies away Damn. but that's a, it's, it's funny because i've heard that from different people I guess um, you, you told me a little bit about that um, maybe like a couple months ago. You you had messaged me over mm. Instagram, not not the full story, which was awesome. But yeah, um, and and I asked my dad. You know, my dad, um, uh, uh, born and raised in in uh, in Lubbock, Texas. You know, um, and yeah. <laughs> uh, spe- specifically O'Donnell. Um, but um, <laughs> nobody knows where O'Donnell is. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, but um but yeah and i don't know if it's a if it's a if it's a tex-mex thing or not but like it, at least in that area like a, a family and stuff that i have up over there and like in the in the panhandle area like nobody that i know on that side has like heard about that specifically so i'm like wondering like where this is like regionally known you know what i'm saying like if if it is a regional thing or um, it's probably nor- northern Mexico because okay. <clears throat> I heard that story from my dad, and I heard the, the exact similar story from um, crap. Where is he from? San Luis, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I think he is from San Luis, and it's the northern states of Mexico. Damn, that's a trip, man. I d- I don't know. I'm always a a fan of regional. I'm <coughs> trying to. Trying to get out of the American habit of like, you know, states have their own history. And then every time we get outside of the country and talk about them, it's always just like just a country. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's just like, no, no, there's there's a lot of little areas and nooks and crannies just like everywhere. You know, like you got oh, your yeah, parts like of town 
they've got their parts of town and they also have different, you know, uh, peninsulas and sections and, you know, like it's, oh, it yeah. breaks down. But um, there's all boundaries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, my dad, um, he he believes in that like mm-hmm. a lot. <clears throat> we're not too far from where I live now. His buddy had actually captured one, a great horned owl. And, you know, he calls my dad and he's like, hey, like, uh, I got this, uh, I got this bird, like, you want it? He's like, I caught it, it's in my, it's in my shed. And dad's like, yeah, sure, okay, you know, go down there and go check it out. And he put it in a cage and, and it was inside the shed. So he goes, oh yeah, it's over here. And so he goes and looks, it's gone. Damn. He's like, what the hell? He's like, where'd it go? He's like, started describing it or whatever. My dad's like, oh, you dummy. He's like, it's a, uh, somebody done put something on you because that's a, you know, it's a bruja. And he's like, no, what? He's like, yeah. He's like, no, but it was right here. It disappeared. He's like, yeah. He's like, probably did. Yeah, dude, I'm but, telling um, you, it was a witch. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it's it's supposed to be like a bad omen because my mom and dad, I think my mom was pregnant with, I think my sister, mm-hmm. and older sister. So this was probably back in the early eighty, way early eighty, because she was in April eighty. So it may have been like early early eighties, mm-hmm. and they're they live in an apartment and they're gonna go wash go into the washeterium so they're in the middle of downtown dallas so right before that my dad he actually heard the bird whistling which is the the owl Uh, was it this was that night no this was during the day Oh, okay sorry whistling a night screams the hell out of me <laughs> well, I'll tell you a story about that too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> but yeah, he heard it and then he saw it, and then you know all of a sudden it was like, you know, okay, well, kind of put it in the back of his head and it was like, okay. So they went out and put the clothes in the in the car. They took off. Well, my mom says that they ended up somebody ended up wrecking into him, basically t-boned him, left him in the middle of the street. Car took off. Um. You know, ambulance and fire department were called or whatever. They took, I think they took my mom to the hospital because she was pregnant, <clears throat> you know, just to check her out. And then, you know, he swears. He just swears it up by it. He's like, because I saw it. You know, I saw it. Yeah. Uh, I saw the lechusa. That's, that's why the bad, you know, bad stuff happened. Damn. Um, so he, he swears by it. And he says every now and then he'll say he'll hear it. At um, in the morning at his house, and he don't live that far from me. Maybe four minute drive mm-hmm. uh, from me. But um, um, yeah, man, dude, uh, it's, all this is just bringing back stories that I that I that I know. And um, keeping with the lechusa, uh, not too long ago, two months ago, maybe, mm-hmm. my wife's niece is calling her. And saying, you know, she's freaking out because she actually saw one, like, flying or flying. She's at a stop sign. It flew, and then it landed right next to her car. And this was, and like, was a just humanoid kind of, like, this was a human. No, the actual person. bird. 
Oh, okay. Bird. So the great horned owl like was flying and landed next to her car. Mm-hmm. Okay. Landed yeah, right next to her car. Looked at her and she just took off. She just took off and she called her. She's all freaking out. I was like, hey man, just uh, grab your rosary and just pray. I was like, just you know, grab faith. Actually, I don't even think she's um, Catholic, but I was like, if you have faith, you believe or something, just just pray about it. Because, like I said, uh, Mexicans, Hispanics are uh, pretty. They believe in it pretty, pretty bad. That it's a bad omen. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and uh, what was it? Also, man, and I just forgot. I should have wrote it down. But um, I know it. It's they've appeared. Little little ones have appeared. <clears throat> um, they also say where it's there's infidelity. Hmm. And sure enough, we're outside at a house. Uh, there's her stepbrother's house, wife's stepbrother's house, and one appeared just like all of a sudden just flew and landed on a, uh, a power line. And we just saw it and we're like, oh man, but it was a smaller one, it wasn't the great one now. <clears throat> and uh, we're like, oh man, like what does that mean? And this and that. So, you know, wife's Googling on their way on our way back home, and uh. Oh, it also means, you know, infidelity, you know, somebody's cheating, somebody's doing it. Sure enough, it was uh, her stepdad's father-in-law was um, was having an affair. Uh, they found this out like two weeks, two or three weeks later, and like, you know, he was having an affair. <clears throat> so, I mean, I don't know if like it's, is it true? Is it not? I think that goes a little bit more to magical, spiritual mm-hmm. um, belief. There's really no big facts about it. There's no Bigfoot facts about it, at least. Truth. It, it's just stories, fables. I, with with respect to like the stories and the fables and stuff like, because I mean, like, I mean, you know, like I'm into skinwalkers, I'm into shapeshifters. You know what I'm saying, like that. And honestly, like mm-hmm. all this tracks with that same line of thought you know what i'm saying like this happening here this happening here and and honestly even regionally that tracks you know um yeah um i would i would just say to to lighten the mood uh i would hate to be a legitimate great horned owl that's just trying to get out here (laughs) just like god damn it pick another bird (laughs) if you go to the zoo if i think if you go to the zoo you'll never you you'll never look at it the same because yeah. <clears throat> uh, uh, I'll go to the zoo and they'll have it in display you know they'll have it in the cage or whatever to show it off and I usually just say like a small little prayer mm. because just of my belief and I'm like no you're 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 not what people think you are mm. and I just leave it at that. And yeah, you know, just small little prayer, and you know, keep it in my my faith, my belief. Yeah. Just because you know, stories I've heard. <clears throat> there's one story that um that my dad told tells that there's um this one guy he's you know he sees it and he knows what it is. He sees the bird, and he knows what it is. He's like, you know, you know, go away, you know, shoo, she's trying to shoot up. 
from a video all this you know all this pepper all this chili and da, 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 all these spices go away go away so later on that night the man's at home knock at the door mm. open the door and it's a lady the lady saying where's all my spices where, where, where's my pepper and he's like he's like all freaked out going crazy he's like what the fuck, you know, da, da, da. I was like, I was like, man, I was like, I don't know, that's, that's crazy. It's, uh, and you know, don't, don't whistle back at it. If you hear yeah, a whistle, you're, <clears throat> the thing is, is the, um, there should be no birds. I, I mean, I say, I don't know. I'm not a biologist or whatever. There should be no birds at night. Yeah. Whistling, at least. Yeah. That's... Or singing or anything like that. Just go the other way or take your time to look around. Never. Nothing Nothing good comes from whistling at night. Let's just put it that way. Like The no. cost-benefit analysis of whistling at night is never in your favor. Because <laughs> like, no, no, no. even if you don't believe in supernatural stuff, you, won't, you don't lean towards it, why the hell is a creeper outside whistling at you at night? Like, still, nothing good can right. happen, you know? Now you got a human right, standing crazy. in your yard whistling? Like, that's even sc- <clears throat> that's scarier to me. It's just like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> like, they're not just that's creeping crazy. on me. They're trying to attract me with whistling. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's every i feel like every culture is like made a connection at some point in in the in the folklore and the tales and stuff like that there's always something bad connected to like whistling like always yeah like as specifically at night but like almost always yeah i i I need to do a little bit more deep um uh, look into that of what's the i don't know what is the connection between whistling and you know, either spiritual or, or um, you know, some sort of scary stuff, I guess you could say. <clears throat> and um, what is the significance of that? Like, does it? What does it mean? Yeah. Uh, if you whistle, and even then, if you whistle back, what does it mean to you know to that bird? Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy that um, there's another uh, podcast. If you've listened to it, um, Monsters Among Us. Yes, with uh, Derek Hayes. I yes. love that podcast. Oh, man, yes. I was so mad that he got at a paranormal. Was it paranormal? Caught on camera? Yeah. He He's off of that now. Yeah, I think he, he got out like earlier this year or something like that. Okay. But um, <clears throat> what was tripping me out was... Uh, this is another uh, witch story. Mm-hmm. Is early on in his podcast, he he has this lady on, and she's you know she's describing. She told me, oh, or no, she told me she said on the podcast, you know, I'm from the Dallas area, um, Oak Cliff to be exact, which is that's where I'm from. <laughs> so you know, so got my interest. I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then she. You know, she's like, yeah, I was, you know, over here. She was describing, like, where she was at. And I'm like, holy shit. And I was like, that's literally behind the house I grew up in. Holy shit. The neighborhood is, like, right behind. And I was like, what the hell? And this, she said this was probably, like, early 90s, I believe. 
and she's like, yeah, I was off with, you know, there's this house, this, or these buildings, whatever, I was like, holy crap, I was like, you're just literally describing my neighborhood, so then, <clears throat> um, she says that she's walking home with her friend, and then her friend, I think they split, mm-hmm. and because her friends, like, lives in one house, and then, you know, she lives probably, like, a block away, so then she, I think she's being followed by this bird. She's being followed by something, and then that when she gets home, she's like, um, she runs home because she, I guess she sees it. She runs home, knocks on the door, or whatever. And, you know, I think it's her grandma um, is there, and she tells her what she saw. Her grandma goes out there and you know, it's like, shoes it away, but then also, I don't know, she brings out the holy water or whatever. But she's basically doing that, shooing it away with. Um, <clears throat> like I said, I think I think she said she had some holy water or something like that. And I was like, holy crap. I was like, you know what? That's funny because that is not the first time I heard of some sort of black magic something going around in my neighborhood. I was like, because like right in maybe a mile radius of that, there's a creek that runs. And I had a friend that lived in that creek. Or by that creek, mm-hmm. and she would tell me that yeah, that her neighbor um, would do black magic at that creek. You know, she would always go with her whatever book it was, and you know, pray and do all this other weird stuff. And she was known for that in in that little neighborhood. It was like I think maybe a whole everything. If you did a square around it, it was like a mile mm. on each side of the of the square yeah i was like man i was like from my house to that creek it's probably less than a mile i gonna say a mile probably a little less than that and then to where she that lady called in there's probably a mile and all that right there i was like man that's that was pretty crazy Damn, man. <clears throat> that's nuts i've only it's it's a weird feeling when you're listening to a podcast and then like somebody starts telling a story and then it just slowly like it clicks. You're like, wait a second, that's where I used to live or that's where I grew up. And then they start to and like it goes on and like I don't care. Like if you're driving, you pull over. You're just like, Oh my god, <laughs> you know? Like there's yeah. there is a Bigfoot episode, um, uh, on a show I'm I'm not gonna be able to remember off the top of my head which which one it was. It was like a call in, you know, um you listener submitted kind of stories um and they started explaining like the tiniest little like sub section sub neighborhoods of like my hometown where like literally i lived you know and like and it it was about bigfoot and i was just like what the (laughs) you know holy shit and they were like yeah so then i went over to this gas station i'm like i used to go there every day you know i'm just like holy crap man but like yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy that's just a trip man it's and that had to be well, like had to be weird like um i don't know finding out that like something's going on for so long in an area while you were growing up there and like while you were living there you know where it's just like oh this is going on knowing. literally down the street from me like all sorts of crazy shit yeah, was going was, on all around me you know that was crazy and there uh, like it kind of almost to me like it validated the story that she said yeah that the lady said 
because of what my friend was there, had said. And this is like years apart. We were in elementary school. And I just heard this story maybe about a year to two years ago. Mm-hmm. Damn. So, I mean, we got 30-year difference probably somewhere around there. <clears throat> it's like there's got to be some sort of truth into that. That's a trip, man. Yeah, so... Uh, but um, there was also another story that I heard mm-hmm. that was not too, not too far from where I live, but it was about the rake. Mm. I believe it. Was, I think it was about the rake, and uh, I and I actually turned uh, to, uh, I don't even know his name, Tony Merkel, mm-hmm. had came down here, um, to Houston, I believe. I think so. They did an event. And this one guy stands up and talks about that story. It's in uh, Hutchins, I believe, which is maybe 45 minute drive from my neighborhood. And he talks about the rake, how he how he saw this, whatever the rake is, I don't know, some sort of alien type of um, beast. I don't know what it is really. <laughs> it it like. Yeah, not, skinny, not, long. Yeah, it's um, mm, picture uh, picture if humans had evolved in caves for twenty thousand years, and then like yeah. one of them found a crack in the ground and came up and was like, you know, like what's this? And is just walking around like just like yeah. really like pasty white to the point of like their skin's translucent, you know, and you can like see their veins yeah. and stuff through it, and like their eyes are huge. If not just like black sockets, and uh, yeah, they they are uh, they are nightmare juice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty crazy. I don't know. I, can, I find it crazy. I stories around my my neighborhood mm-hmm. or my area actually, and I like it because it's like man, now I've got something to look look for. Yeah, but like I said, never find it. I guess if if you if you're out looking for it, it's just never gonna appear. Yeah. But um, man, there's this one story. <clears throat> it's not even a story because it happened to me at the old house that we used to live at. We recently moved and been living at this house for since what February, since March, I believe. We moved into this new house. But that old house that <clears throat> I lived in, I think this happened about a year ago. I'm gonna go with a year and a half just for time, or just for a good gauge. And I always wake up at five in the morning, you know, to go to work, get ready to go to work. So, wake up at five. I really don't get out of bed until about like five fifteen. So I'm like, you know, turn on the TV, watch, start watching the news, just trying to wake up. Like, okay, you know, awake, get dressed, and I walk myself to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the kitchen. And I have I have my contacts on, so I'm you know who's all living there? My two sons, my two younger sons, um, wife, and then her brother were, were living there. So I get in the kitchen, I'm like I'm facing away from the doorway, but then I kind of like kind of turn like a little halfway where I'm still like now I have the the doorway of my peripheral mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I just see literally just like this. Yo. Somebody pass. Yeah. 
Holy crap, I, I'm like, I'm talking about I got goose pimples. So so it just it was like peripheral, um just for the for the for the audio it was like a, a base picture of doorway and then just like the the side profile of somebody just moving like past but like just in the corner of your eye like past the doorway right so i mean it 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 was like it wasn't even like i you know just poo-pooed it because i saw it like what the hell i saw shoulders the head you know the legs i was like what the hell i go over there because i'm thinking it's him or it's her it's her brother i'll go over there and i turn turn to my left where it where it went to mm-hmm. i turn to my left and it's the door to go outside and then there's you know a small little living room couch and everything i turn nothing's there damn dude I'm freaking my my skin just <laughs> man i just got the chicken skin <laughs> and I'm like, holy crap i go to my wife i was like I was like, I just saw this. I just saw this. I was like, man, I was like, I can't believe I just saw this. I was like, where's your brother? Where's he at? I go to his room. He's not even there. I was like, what the hell? So, you know, he he would go out a lot or whatever. I was like, he just didn't make it home. I was like, what the hell? And this, I mean, it was obviously during the work week. Because I was going up to go go to work. Yeah. Dude, I couldn't shake it. I was like, "What the hell?" And then I just, I just left it alone. So what's funny is that again, this this house was weird. So me and my wife were dating, and the room that we had that we took when when we were there a year ago, two years ago, uh, we were in there because that was her room. <clears throat> so we we're just watching, you know, watching a movie. She had a small little TV. You know, popping a this is a video cassette player VHS, and we we're just watching TV. So it was one. It was like a Saturday night. Yeah, it had been Saturday night. And at that time, this was maybe ten, ten to twelve years ago. <clears throat> Not even that shit. Probably thirteen years ago. So we're in the room, chilling, watching a movie. And then she, there is a gap, a pretty good sized gap from the door to the floor. Mm-hmm. And then there's a hallway light. All of a sudden, we just see hallway light literally turn off, turn off, turn off, no. turn off. I was like, what the hell? I was like, that man, I was like, who's playing with the, the, the light? Because it was her aunt. A lot of people used to stay there. It was just like the house that. You know, start off home and then everybody just takes off, whatever. You know, save up the money to buy you a new house so you could stay here. So her aunt, her uncle, and their three kids stay there. <clears throat> so are like, oh, it's probably one of the kids or whatever. It's probably your aunt, you know, it's getting up somebody. So then, you know, it turned off, turned on maybe about a good five times. Shit. We never thought, what the hell? Only weird thing about it is that part of the hallway has wood floors. Yeah, we didn't hear anything or see anything. Any shadows. So we're like, what the hell? Okay. So we, you know, left it like that. You know, I said, okay, good, you know, good night. I'm leaving. Left. 
And next morning, you know, I'll go back to her house and you know, it's a Sunday. We're out chilling. She's like, hey, who was playing with the lights last night? She's like, was it, uh, she's like, was it my uncle? You know, somebody going to the restroom or something? She's like, no, kids were asleep. She's like, I was watching TV all night and your uncle was passed out drunk. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. She's like, no, she's like, no, no. She's like, she's like, I even fell asleep and she told us the show. <clears throat> I can't remember the name of the show. And it was like an hour long show. I think it finished like around 10, 10 at night. And she's like, yeah, I was watching the show. Like as soon as it finished, I just turned it off. And that's about, man, it was about the time we were, you know, we saw the lights flickered off, on, off and on. And she's like, you know what? To even tell you, the lights don't even work. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? Was like, man, we both, we both got up like that. Dude, we both got up like that. We walked over, flipped that switch, fucking light didn't even turn on. What the fuck? I was like, I was like, fuck this. I was like, nah. So, <clears throat> same house, same aunt and uncle. Yeah. Um, I, we were, me and my wife were at Bass Pro Shops. Mm-hmm. And, you know, shopping, whatever, hanging out. And I, I tell her, I was like, oh, man, let's call your uncle up, see what he's doing. Uh, go have a cookout over. And I'm like, I call him up. I was like, hey, man, what's, what's going on? Nothing, man, you know, taking a drive, drink, drinking a towel. Drip, drinking a 12 pack and taking a drive like i don't think you should be doing that but i was like <laughs> he's like why what's up he's like nah man he's like he's like some scary ass shit was just happening at the house and i had to leave like we're on our way <clears throat> yeah. we get there you're just like throwing the basket <clears throat> down like this yeah i'm out <laughs> like... yeah so uh, no so we get there and he's uh he's outside he's he you know Finally got outside and he's in the parking lot or the park, uh, driveway, and he's drinking his beer. He hands me one, and I started drinking one. And I was like, "Dude, I was like, what happened?" And he's like, "Man, you gotta come, you gotta come with me." I was like, well, "I'm like, fuck no! If you're talking about you know some shit happened in the house," he said, "No, no, no." He's like, "That way, I can explain it to you." So, in the room he was in, he. He was in the room watching TV, and all of a sudden he just hears like a whole bunch of rustling in his closet, and he's like, he's like, what the fuck? He's like, uh, it's probably the dog because they had a small puppy. Mm-hmm. It's probably the damn dog, whatever. And then all of a sudden, the dog coming out of the bed from underneath the bed, oh. and then she's just like, just looking at the at the at the closet, and he hears more rustling. He's like, oh. Like, man, hopefully it's not a rat or whatever. But then he's like, well, the thing I couldn't understand was there was only shoes on the floor. He's like, and what I was hearing was like paper and like shoe boxes or something like that. He opens up the closet and, you know, that's what he sees is just his shoes. So he's like, nah, fuck that. You know, I just, I just close the door, lay, you know, lay back down, watch the TV. He's like, I picked up the dog and I put it in the bed with me. All of a sudden, he's like, I'm hearing more noise. So he hears it from another room. So he goes and investigates that. 
all of a sudden it's just like something just falls he just hears a bang he's like nope fuck this grabbed his keys <laughs> took off that's where he took off driving he's like nah man so i was like man that's i was like that sucks I was like, wait, well, what was calling you? You'll see if you want to grill out or whatever. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. He's like, let's just go to the store. Let's go buy some meat. I was like, yeah, that's fine. So me and my wife and um, and him, we went. We were going to the store. At that moment, his wife and his three kids were getting there. I like, hey, we're going to go do this and, um, you know, cook our. She's like, okay, well, I'm just going to clean up then. She said, okay. So the kids stayed outside. She went inside. We went to the store. Went to the store or whatever. Came back. And then she's freaked out. She's outside and she's like, she's like, yeah, there's something. Like, I don't know what. She's like, why? Well, she's like, I was mopping the kitchen. And then all of a sudden I hear uh, in Spanish, like, amor. And then she heard it again, like, amor, to where, like, she, she's like, she responded, like, she's like, yeah, what do you want? And then her oldest son comes in, she's like, hey, what does your dad want? Where is he at? No, he left with Victor and, uh, he left with Victor and Dalia to the, to the store. He hasn't come back yet. That's where she got freaked out. She's like, no, fuck this. She's like. When we came back, I was like, y'all need to bless this fucking house. I was like, no, I, I was like, I ain't going back in this Cookouts house. at my house. Um, yeah, I'm, my I'm house. assuming none of y'all want to be here this evening. <laughs> so we're all going to our place. I was like, Damn. I was like dude, I, was like, and, I mean, it, it stuck like that for a little while. And then all of a sudden, just nothing would happen. But what was weird is like, when those stuff would happen, but I just never felt anything. I never felt like um, presence or anything bad, uh, you know. You know, some spirits I guess could be bad or mean or whatever, but I just, yeah. I just never felt that. Well, I didn't. I never felt bad or good. Yeah, just another, just another place, another day, kind of. Just you just existing around it, you know, but like. Yeah, basically. I was like, it's like I said, it is my world, and they're just living around there. Thank you so much for listening to the Black Cat Report and our episode with listener call-in stories. We're so excited to talk to people who listen to us and actually have paranormal stories of their own. Let us know what kind of merch you would like to put into our store by contacting us via email, contact at blackcat.report, or on our Insta. And always remember to like, review, and subscribe. We'll see you on the other side.